Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, everybody, and welcome to In-Depth, presented by the San Antonio Express News. My name is Luis Vasquez, and I'll be your host as we bring in journalists to give us an inside perspective into the stories they bring to the Express News each week. Today, I'm joined by part of the Express News Taste Team, Chuck Blunt and Mike Sutter. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for having us. Hey, thanks. You guys recently completed the 52 Weeks of Pizza series, where you went around town and had pizza for 52 weeks. Um, in the latest article, I think you mentioned that your blood tests have a uh, uh, marinara and mozzarella in it now. So <laughs> I love that line. So well, tell us about it. Give us a quick recap. Um, we'll start with you, Mike, and then we'll, we'll I'll ask you the same question, Chuck. Okay. Well, it's funny you talk about our what's in our blood uh, because we this is the third year that we've done this kind of series. We started out doing uh, what was it, Chuck? Barbecue? Yeah, barbecue and burgers. Yeah, yeah and I'm going to tell you, Chuck Blount is the guy to go to for barbecue in this town. So uh, we did barbecue and then we did burgers last year. So now we've got pizza. So I, you know, I really don't want to know what's in our cholesterol count at this point. Um, but we, this kind of all got started after uh, a series we did called 365 Days of Tacos. And while we didn't want to recreate a situation where we were having to eat barbecue every single day, although there are worse punishments uh, in life, uh, we thought we'd do it every week, and that has evolved. Uh, that evolved around a pizza for 2020. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like we didn't quite have a full understanding of what the pizza situation was in San Antonio, and uh, so it seemed like a natural bridge to kind of go to. And when we were looking at the locally owned pizzerias, because we uh, want to focus on them, I mean, the list just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And we discovered that that San Antonio, you know, doesn't get credit for being a pizza town, but it very much is. I mean, I think we had a list of, um, I think we had almost 80 candidates that qualified. So obviously... We couldn't get to them all, so we just had to do the best we could to uh, um, make sure that we visited the the major players on it. Yeah. Before we get to the list itself, I do want to touch on, like, how did you guys divide it up? Mike, you go here. Chuck, you go there. I want to know about you guys' process in, in, um, in tackling this kind of marathon. Well, I'll speak for that. Uh, Chuck, being a longtime San Antonian, originally from Iowa, but he has a feel for the food scene like none of us does. Um, and so we kind of um, let Chuck be the, um, the guiding force to saying, hey, I, I remember this place from 10 years ago. I remember this place from 15 years ago. So he kind of set up the list and then um, split it uh, between the two of us. And there were places like I had never been to Capos before. And it was kind of Chuck's go-to place. So he 
let me go there. And he went to a, a playland, for example, which was a place that I had been many times. So it was just sort of, we wanted to put fresh eyes and a fresh palette on each place. Yeah. I mean, it, I, it, it was very important. Yeah. To get, get that second opinion on things, you know, just so, you know, the lists that we come up with, and we did this with burgers and barbecue also is to just get that second um, opinion on everything, just to make sure that the lists we were coming up with were as authentic and genuine as possible, because obviously you can, you can form a bias of a place that might be your go-to place that you just go on your own. Um, so we wanted to do everything we could to avoid that and then just make sure that we had as an authentic um, assessment of the of the of the scene as we could possibly deliver yeah does at what point did uh did this become work i, I can imagine the first couple of weeks were like oh i'm trying new pizza every week at what point did it change or did it ever <laughs> chuck did it ever get to that point with you well i mean <sighs> Here's the thing about pizza. <laughs> we, we've, we've talked about this is that even bad pizza is good pizza. So good pizza is how, how do you distinguish that? And I think we were able to do that. I mean, um, the, the, the core of pizza is crust, sauce, and cheese. And then the toppings, you know, that's like the, uh, the extra credit points. Um, so the places that were able to really deliver on that found a way to stand out um, through uh, thick and thin um, crust, if you will. Uh, and, uh, nah. So, uh, so uh, I don't know. It just kind of happened naturally. But um, the biggest problem, I, I, I don't know if Mike would agree with this or not, too, but the biggest problem is that we would order four or five pizzas at every visit. And obviously there were leftovers because there's no possible way that either of us could eat that much pizza. So um, it was uh, sneaking into the fridge all the time and everything like <laughs> that, that, that kind of um, made the series uh, difficult because, you know, we, our appetites could be ruined for days on end with that much pizza that we had to consume. Yeah. I tried to, I tried to put my pizza visits on a Friday or a Saturday so that uh, I could show it if we were going somewhere for a party or something like that, I could be the hero that showed up with four pizzas. <laughs> so, yeah. all right, let's move it on to the pizza itself. It seems to me like that Capo's kind of topped the list for both pizza and pizzerias. Well, what can you tell me about them that makes them so special? Well, I knew something was up when uh, they were among the very first places I went to. And right out of the gate, they got our highest rating, which was worth the drive. The other options would be solid neighborhood option or once was enough. But Capos came right out of the gate with a uh, um, um, you know, worth the drive. And it just it kind of you know, my my memories of pizza really go back to pizza parties when I was in junior high playing football. And we'd walk in. I can't remember what the place was in town, but just that swirling uh, aroma of fresh baked bread and tomato sauce and just the sound of a pizzeria that came flooding in with capos. And even in sort of a, a generic sort of strip mall space, it still felt like being transported into an old school pizzeria. Uh, they have that same kind of uh, cheesy um, um, New York mafia 
uh, decor, we'll call it. Uh, but the great thing about that is they also have that New York style pizza with um it's not thick crust it's not thin crust it's somewhere into between it has these big fat collars it just hit all of the right buttons yeah i, I and that, and you bring up a great point mike in that our our number two pizzeria was was the last slice which you also went to and one of the things that really opened my eyes is and, uh, you know, you, you've covered the food scene a lot more than I have, but, but is it actually even dough, um, the dough location, which got our number three spot. Um, it, it, it opens your eyes that there's good food to be had in these strip centers, you know, the, the, the strip center food restaurants, things like that. Sometimes they're easy to just drive past, but, um, that's, that's a, these are spots where you could get some of your best food in, in San Antonio. Oh, I completely I, agree. Just think about all the uh, the taquerias that are in that same kind of situation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. So you guys just wrapped it up. You guys can head uh, – listeners can head over to expressnews.com and just – or just Google 52 Weeks of Pizza. It'll show up. Can you guys give us a preview of what's coming up next for 2021? What, what, <laughs> what are you guys going to subject yourselves to next year? <laughs> you know, the crazy thing is, is that when we first decided to do pizza, COVID wasn't even part of the landscape at that time. We did. We figured that out in December of 2019 that we were going to do pizza. And then it turned out to be the right moment in time to do pizza because it's built for takeout. And that's what <clears throat> 2020 became all about with the year of COVID. So, Chuck, what was your evolution for food truck thinking? Well, I mean, there there are literally hundreds and hundreds of, of food trucks in San Antonio. And it's a it's a chance for Mike and I to hit on different uh, disciplines of food, um, Mexican food trucks, barbecue food trucks, fusion food trucks and dessert food trucks and everything in between. So. We are going to do our best to try to identify um, the best food trucks uh, throughout the city. There's a lot of food truck parks and everything like that. So uh, in 2021, we're going to we're going to go with that mobile theme and we're going to try to identify the the best food trucks in the city. And hopefully uh, at the end of the year, um, we've got some surprises in store for our readers and some, you know, identifying who the best of the best on wheels are actually are how um this is getting real inside baseball here but I, i'm curious how um how do you build a list I, I like you said there's hundreds and hundreds of food trucks in town how how are you going to go about compiling a list is it going to be through your own research are you going to get suggestions from from listeners or something man well, I, I asked go ahead chuck well i was gonna say we, we've we've kind of reached out a little bit ahead of time but um there, there, this is going to be a much more of a, uh, a rogue operation, you know, between Mike <laughs> and I, as far as, you know, kind of doing some research and figuring out, you know, cause we only get, uh, we split this up even evenly. And so we've only each got 26 visits a piece. So we want to make sure that, you know, we want to, we want to get on the ones that, that already have kind of a, a following, uh, whether through social media or things like that. And, uh, 
But we also want to have it, you know, we want to hit on a wide variety of, uh, of, of food spectrums and things like that. So we actually, you know, some of these, some of these spots are pizza food trucks. So we're not done with pizza. Uh, even though we did barbecue two years ago, we're not done with barbecue and, uh, and, and we're not necessarily done with burgers, but this is going to be <laughs> right kind of a free for all. So I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And we're we're each going to install food truck radars on the tops of our cars <laughs> and just uh, just drive around. And when we see it, that'll be the one that we do next. Yeah. Yep. All right, All right guys. Well, I, I, I'm personally looking forward to it. Um, uh, thanks a lot for being on the show. I really appreciate it, guys. Yeah. yeah thank I, you. I, just just as, a, as a as a second thing, if you do own a food truck, it's a good idea to reach out to Mike and myself. So <laughs> get yourself on that radar and we'll, uh, if we're driving by in the neighborhood to look for us, but, but yeah, thanks. Thanks. Thanks for having us. No problems. My pleasure. Please reach out to them guys. 